You're listening to episode 25 of Brave and Boss, the podcast. On today's episode, I'm sharing seven tricks for creating newsletter content. So if you've ever felt stuck around what to put in your newsletter and send to your newsletter subscribers, then this one's a must listen for you. Let's go. Welcome to Brave and Boss, a podcast for the purpose-driven founder who wants to grow their e-commerce business. I'm your host, Christy Sumer. I'm the CEO and founder of the Ethical Fashion Line Encircled, a conscious business coach and passionate about helping you break through your limits and build a brand that matters. Let's do this. Hey there, and welcome back to Brave and Boss, the podcast. I'm your host, Christy Sumer. Thank you so much for returning to listen to the podcast. If you're a repeat listener, or hello, and nice to meet you if you're new. I'm Christy, the founder of Encircled and Brave and Boss. Um, I've worked in and around marketing and e-commerce for the last, like, I guess, 15 years now, which is crazy. Um, and this podcast is my passion project. And today's episode is particularly near and dear to my heart because I'm working on an email marketing masterclass right now that I plan to release. Well, I had planned to release in April, but when things went a little bit awry, I've had to push that back. So it's now tentatively scheduled to release at the end of May, early June. Um, So look out for that. Um, But email marketing is something that I've always been really passionate about from pretty much, you know, the first year of my business. I've told a lot of stories about my opt-in form disaster story, so I won't go into that right now. But I often find when I work with coaching clients that they feel really stuck around what to put in a newsletter. So they end up just not doing anything. And let me tell you, that's like the worst thing you can do is just not talk to your newsletter audience. Um, I'm a firm believer that my ability to keep consistently reaching out to my newsletter subscribers with the right content at the right time was key to growing Encircled from just a baby brand doing about $40,000 a year to well over seven figures in revenue. So email can be massively impactful. It's easy to track. It's got a lot of pros to it, but I'm here today to bust through um, that kind of writer's block you have around your newsletter and give you some tricks for generating newsletter content. So just some different ways of thinking about it so that you can start creating that content calendar. And to start off with the content calendar, let's talk about that a little bit. So everybody always thinks there's some fancy document that people are using for a content calendar. And trust me, I've been in boardrooms of, you know, billion dollar online retailers when I was working in management consulting and they were using Excel sheets. So don't think that somebody's got it more figured out than you do. You can do what you need to do with the tools that you have today. So use a Google Sheet for your content calendar. Use Trello or Asana, whatever works for you. Just figure out a way to write out the dates you'd like to send your newsletter, pick a topic, and make sure you send that newsletter. So that's just a fundamental starting point. And let's dig into these seven tricks. All right. So the first one is if you're really stuck with what to put in a newsletter, you can become a curator. And what is a curator? So I talk a lot about curating in terms of on the Facebook feed. I've talked about that on the previous episodes that um, if you're stuck with whatever content you want to post on Facebook, for example, on your Facebook page for your work, um, instead of generating content, you can always just find content that would really resonate with your ideal customer and be the curator of that content. 
And that's a strategy we've used really successfully with Encircled on our Facebook feed, and it helps us get pretty decent engagement considering everything's paid now. Um, But you can also use the strategy in your newsletter. So you could do a roundup newsletter where you just talk about other brands or other news that's going on in the world that would be really interesting to your customer. Um, There's a influencer that I know, Hitha. Um, She has this Hitha five things kind of newsletter roundup. And it's pretty cool. It's awesome. Her blog's Hitha on the go. Um, Recommend checking it out. She basically does a roundup of things that are interesting and that her ideal customer would be super intrigued about. So she's not writing any of that content, but she is curating it and presenting it in her own unique way. So that's an easy way. And all you have to really do is, again, figure out what content would resonate with your customer and be the curator of that. Now, I don't suggest you do this type of newsletter all the time because it's not really driving traffic to your website, but it's a good one to throw into the content calendar from time to time if you're really stuck on what to put in there and you want to do something that's just purely value added to your customer. All right, the second trick is become a content generator. So this is where you start using your blog. Yes, that's why you have a blog on your website or your journal, whatever you call it. Um, If you have one of those active on your website, you should be posting on it with some regularity, whether it's once a month or once a week. Um, And you can become a content generator and just do an email newsletter purely focused on the content that you're generating. So you could do a roundup of the last three blog posts or just feature one. Um, I recommend checking out the Every Girl. It's a blog um, and they're, well, I guess now, I don't even know what you call it. A hybrid online magazine blog, I guess would be the best term for it. Um, But they're really great at content um, creation. And if you sign up for your newsletter, you'll see they're so good at doing getting you to click through. They just know the right photo and the right headline. Um, So I always recommend studying stuff like that and using that as inspiration for your product-based business. All right, the third trick is to uh, pick some themes that are happening in the world and wrap your newsletter around them. So the obvious one would be like Christmas or Valentine's Day, but you can pick other days like Mother's Day, Father's Day, you know, International Yoga Day, um, Small Business Saturday. You can really um, just do a little bit of Googling. There's some sites that are roundups on what specific days are coming up and just mark them in your content calendar and make sure you do a newsletter that's themed around that, whether you feature your product or you tell a story about how that relates to your brand. There's really an opportunity to, to do that. I think um, a brand who's pretty good at this would be um, Nixwear. They're an underwear brand out of Canada. Um, they're really good. They just launched one with like Mother's Day and I thought it was quite quite well done. So definitely recommend following other brands to see kind of what they're doing in terms of newsletter content, because that will always give you some inspiration as well. This episode is sponsored by Gorgeous. I am super excited that one of my favorite apps from my Shopify store is sponsoring the podcast this month. If you haven't heard of Gorgeous, they're the number one help desk for e-commerce. What's a help desk? Well, it takes your customer service email address and essentially turns it into a customer support machine. Now more than ever, providing timely customer service is so, so important. Gorgeous is an all-in-one help desk that integrates directly with your Shopify store. So no more flipping screens back and forth. You can process returns, check customer history right from the same window. Gorgeous also integrates with Instagram and Facebook. So responding to those comments on ads and your posts is a breeze. If you've got a team, this tool is definitely a must have. 
You can create quick replies, automatic rules, internal notes, and track metrics related to your team's performance. It even has a built-in live chat function for your website. I've been using Gorgeous for over a year now, and I'm a huge, huge fan. Head to the link in the show notes to learn more about Gorgeous. That's G-O-R-G-I-A-S. Mention you heard about them on the Brave and Boss podcast, and they'll give you your second month free. Now, back to the show. The fourth trick I'm going to give you is that you can share your story. So oftentimes I meet product-based businesses who um, maybe they're going through a struggle or they're having a challenge or maybe something really amazing's happened and they don't tell their audience any of this. I'm a big proponent of full transparency, as you guys will know from the podcast, but at Encircled, um, you know, I write the odd newsletter from first person and I've written a whole bunch in their first like few years where I just talked about what was going on. I even sent a newsletter once when we were getting, um, and I don't necessarily always recommend this level of transparency, but somebody was copying us, um, which is crazy. And I talked about the process of how they like copied our garment and put the pattern online and I stole our photos and all this kind of stuff. Um, but you can be real with your audience and share what's happening. Um, share an update on how production's going, share... Um, how product development is going for this product you're working on. Um, really engage with your audience on an emotional level, and that will resonate. Okay, so the fifth one is going to sound super obvious, but promote a sale. So if you're doing any sort of promotion, sale, um, free shipping, or anything like that, you definitely want to do newsletters around that. Um, you can look at brands like Lululemon or Nordstrom. They're really good at like sale emails and highlighting what's what's what and the offer and getting that click through. Um, you want to use these sparingly in your content plan for sure, but there's definitely a time and a place for a sale. And that time and place might be right now for a lot of people. Um, if you do have inventory and you're feeling like your sales are slow, or if you don't have any inventory, you could do a pre-order, so you could pr- promote a pre-order of product. There's lots of options there. All right, so the sixth trick is to get feedback or ask for help in developing a product. So we've definitely done this in Circled. I've seen it done at other brands where you basically email your customers and ask them a bunch of questions. Ask for their help, you know, and what they'd love to see you make or do or where they want to see you pop up. Um, make the survey really easy to do. Um, when we did one and circled somewhat recently, maybe about a year ago, it was quite long. Um, but we offer people like a really juicy discount for completing it. I saw one the other day from one of our competitors who it had 55 questions and they weren't giving you any kind of discount. And I was like, holy geez, that's a lot of time and energy to complete that. Like it was exhausting for me even to like click through it just to see the types of questions they're asking. So if you're going to get feedback or ask for help in developing a product, make it quick, easy to complete, and don't take too much time from your customer um, in their inbox, but make it something engaging where they can help feel a part of the process. Um, The seventh trick for creating newsletter content is sharing the journey of a product. So Elizabeth Suzanne who is a slow fashion brand out of Nashville. She's really great at doing this. Um, she will talk about the fabric and the design inspiration and her newsletter becomes almost like a blog post, which is pretty neat. So you can really get 
a sense of like what she's working on and why she made the decision to choose this fabric over the other. Um, so really that product development journey, but not even just even more so than that to the pricing to, you know, how fashion intersects with art. Like she talks about all these types of issues in her newsletter. And I just think it's super interesting and engaging content. At the end of the day, creating dynamic newsletter content is really about knowing your ideal customer. So if you're not really sure who that is, that will be your base homework after listening to this podcast episode. And I mean, who they are, what they do, what they love, but also like, what are they looking for you to do for them? Like, are they looking for styling ideas? Are they looking for home decor tips or DIY or recipes? Like, where does your brand come into the mix when it comes to content? Are they looking for photos? Are they looking for flat lays? Are they looking for inspirational messages? It will be different for everybody. That's the challenge, right? So I could tell you right now what works for Encircled, but it probably won't work for your brand because your customer is probably quite different. So make sure you do that deep work. I know it takes a little bit of time to get in and get to know your customers, but trust me, it will be the most valuable work and time you've ever spent in your business. So that was just a quick little episode this week, um, seven tricks to create newsletter content. And we'll be back next week with another episode. All right, take care, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Brave and Boss, the podcast. If you want to take your e-commerce brand to the next level, be sure to check out my website at christysumer.com, where you can find all the show notes, free resources, and blog posts and principles to help you grow your online store. You can also follow me at K-R-I-S-T-I-S-O-O-M-E-R on Instagram. Find your purpose, make it happen. I'll talk to you soon.